For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, I'll discuss the format for the play-in series and playoffs, and I'll break down the Eastern and Western Conference play-in games. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. The NHL has announced that it will transition over to Phase 2 of its return to play plan this week. The Bruins can return to Warrior Ice Arena for small group workouts. Participation is voluntary for the players and training must be limited to no more than 6 players at a time. The NHL and NHLPA have put the finishing touches on a format agreement that was announced last week. Both sides have agreed that it will be a best of seven in all four playoff rounds and a best of five in the play-in rounds. Teams will be reseeded after each round, and at the conclusion of the play-in round, the number one seed will play the lowest remaining seed, and the number two seed will play the second lowest seed. There are eight play-in games that will look and feel like the Stanley Cup playoffs, but it's a qualifying round, not the playoffs, so don't get confused here. The winners of the qualifying rounds advance to the actual playoffs to face the top four teams in the conference. The top four teams in the, in the Eastern and Western Conference will play each other once, three games per team, in a round robin to decide the top four seeds for the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now think of the round robin format as either preseason games or the last three games of the regular season. These games should be more about preparation. The only thing at stake right now is seedings one through four. And it doesn't mean anything since there's no home ice advantage. All it's going to determine is who you're going to end up playing in the first round of the playoffs. And if you're the Bruins, I don't think you really care who you play in the first round of the playoffs. So don't look at this as a bad thing. I would feel better knowing the Bruins were playing a few games to get ready for the playoffs and not sitting back in Boston waiting to travel to a hub city a few days later. And I bet the players would agree with me on this one. You know, who wants to sit back in Boston and keep, you know, just going through drills while, you know, other teams are in a, are already are already in their hub city waiting, you know, already playing games, all right? So they need to play these games and these games have to mean have to mean something. You're not just going to like go out there and just play a couple of games, you know, just to get just to get your feet under under you. Well, that's what technically that's what they're doing, but at least there's something a little bit at stake. I think these games will be competitive, but not as intense as the playing games since these guys have already are already in the playoffs. 
the games will be played with regular season rules, overtime and shootouts, um, with ties in the final standings broken by regular season point percentage. Now, looking at the Eastern Conference best of five playing series, the winners of these playing games will play Boston, Tampa, Philly, and Washington. All right, the first one we have is Montreal versus Pittsburgh. The Canadians were 10 points back of a playoff spot, and who knows if they would have made the playoffs if the regular season continued. I mean, there was a little bit of an argument in there at one point when they were first talking about coming back. You know, maybe Buffalo should have been in there, or, you know, Montreal got in there because it's Montreal, you know. But it's it's only fair to do the top top 12. So, yeah, Pittsburgh Mon- and Montreal. Does Montreal have a chance against Pittsburgh deep, deep lineup? No, I don't really think so. I mean, Crosby, Malkin, you know, two good, really, really good goaltenders. But the Habs do have Carey Price. Despite posting low numbers than usual over the past couple of seasons, Price is a completely different player in the playoffs. So I still, I'm still going to go with Pittsburgh here. It will be competitive. But I say Pittsburgh in, in four games. Now we have the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. This one is a tough one. Both teams are good. They both have a lot of talent. But I give Carolina the edge here. The playoff experience from a surprise run at the Eastern Conference Finals last year and having a, and, and Carolina has a strong defense. The Rangers have a lot of talent. I mean, they have tons of talent. They have a lot of young talent. You know, they're going to be good in the coming years. But the question is, New York's goaltending. Do you start the veteran Lundquist, whose career is declining, or the rookie Shesterkin? It, who do you go with, you know? And the three- or four-month break could benefit Lundquist. He could steal a game or two. Maybe he'll be this year's hot goaltender in the playoffs. You never know. But, you know, give the guy... I know the guy's up there in age. Maybe the maybe being off this for a while will will actually help. My prediction, I know the Rangers won the season series, but last year's experience, uh, I think the Canes know how to win in the playoffs. I think the Canes win this one in four games. New York Islanders versus Florida Panthers. Now, this one is kind of even. The play, but playoff experience could come into play in this series too. The Islanders had a great playoff run last year. The, the Islanders suffered injuries late in the season and lost seven straight games and 11 of their last 13. But the Panthers weren't exactly playing well either. So this this one's, this series will go a full five games with the Islanders winning the series. And I have a feeling that the Islanders could be one of the play-in teams that could actually do some damage and make it to the conference finals since all their top players are now healthy. So this is the, this this series is going to be a good one. It's going to be very competitive, but I see the Islanders pulling this one out in five games. Toronto Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Toronto Maple Leafs have a talented lineup with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and John Tavares. But the Leafs will need to be a little bit careful against Columbus, who we all know swept Tampa Bay in the playoffs last year. The Blue Jackets don't have the star power like they did last year, but they do have a decent group with a, with defense and goaltending. 
Toronto will be very di- will be a very difficult team in this series as long as their defense and goaltending holds up. You know, that's the big question with with Toronto has been the goaltending over the past couple of years. The rest of the line, I mean, they have they have the superstars up front. It's just that defense and the goaltending. You know, that's where they got to get better, but I don't see any I don't see an upset here. I would say Leafs in 4. It's going to be competitive, but I I have a feeling that Matthews, Marner, and Tavares will will come up will will come up big in this series. Now, looking at the Western Conference best of five playing series, the winners of these games will play St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas. Now, the first game we have up here is Edmonton versus Chicago. Are the Oilers good enough to beat a veteran team like the Chicago Blackhawks? Edmonton did play well under new head coach Dave Tippett, but the Oilers had, did have problems playing the Blackhawks in three regular season games, going 2-1. and one. In a short series, um, anything is possible. I mean, Edmonton does have, you know, does have Connor McDavid. So I'm predicting Edmonton in four. This one's going to be an interesting series because you have the young, the young Edmonton Oilers and the veteran Chicago Blackhawks, who are kind of their players are kind of like declining a little bit due to age. So, it this one's going to be an interesting series. Nashville versus Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes haven't made the playoffs since 2012. They traded for Taylor Hall, but didn't exactly take off after the trade. Before the season was paused, Arizona went 8-13-4 in their last 25 games. Maybe the time off will help them regroup. You know, the players are going to get healthy and, you know, every maybe maybe that might help. But Nashville has made the playoffs in five straight seasons. That includes a trip to the Stanley Cup Finals. So the playoff series playoff experience will pay off in this series. So I have a feeling that you're going to see a sweep in this one. So I'm saying Predators in three. Now we have the Vancouver Canucks and the Minnesota Wild. The Canucks are a young team and the Wild's star players are pretty much past their prime. But Minnesota was coming together before the season was paused, going 12-5-1 in their last 18 games. Will they continue their hot streak after four months off? Eh, maybe. But I think Vancouver's young stars will excel while Minnesota's veterans are going to struggle. So I'm thinking a sweep here for the Canucks. Uh, and they win this series in three. And we have the final Western Conference, which is Calgary versus Winnipeg. Now this one, this series, I'm, I'm actually going to keep a close eye on. Because this one's going to be a fun one. These two teams played only once during the regular season. And it was a 2-1 overtime win by Calgary in the Heritage Classic. Now, when I saw these two teams only played once, I'm like, said to myself, why is that possible? They're playing in the same conference. Why didn't they play at least the, why didn't they at least play, you know, two or four games, you know, or whatever? But they only played once, really? Both teams have star forwards, but the Flames have the advantage on defense. And Winnipeg's blue line was a little depleted uh, in the last 12 months. But the Jets have a clear advantage in goal with Connor Hellebuck. So my prediction here is Winnipeg in five. 
So the big story here is going to be Hellebuck for Winnipeg. I mean, Calgary does have a have a strong have have strong forwards, but I just see I don't I see Hellebuck Hellebuck coming up coming up big for Winnipeg. So that's the breakdown of the best of five series games. I don't see a lot of upsets here. Then again, we might there might be one out there. It could be the it could be the Montreal Montreal beats Pittsburgh. Anything can happen, and there's a good chance that all my predictions are going to be wrong because I've never been right. Maybe we'll see the, uh, a Bruins-Montreal first-round matchup, and I know a lot of Bruins fans would be excited for that. A lot of Montreal fans would be excited about that. You know, we might see we might see Boston versus Toronto, or maybe even you know we could also see we can also see a, a New York a New York Boston matchup. Because either one of those New York teams could either play the play the Bruins. With so much time off to, for teams to get healthy, anything could happen. I mean, we can actually see two two playing teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. Who knows? Maybe we might see Edmonton versus. You know, we could probably see Edmonton versus Carolina or Colum- or the Islanders, who I think will probably go all the way to make some do some damage in the Eastern Conference. Play Calgary. You know, you don't know these things. And the other thing we don't know is who's going to be, what teams are going to be in the hub cities. You know, I was thinking about games being played in a neutral city. There's no home ice advantage. And could a road team have an advantage now? Colorado had the best road record in the league and the Bruins had the third best road record in the league. So if you're a, if you're a road team, if you're a, team that's been playing well on the road, maybe playing at another team's arena or playing in another arena, you would have a, a slight advantage. And you can't count out the teams that play their home games at a host site. Will the Oilers and Penguins have an advantage if Edmonton and Pittsburgh are chosen as a hub city? And, you know, how are they going to, how, how's the, um, how are the, uh, the situations, you know? Other things to think think about with this hub city situation. How will it feel for the players with no fans in attendance? Would it feel like a morning skate situation or a Tuesday night or a Tuesday night beer league game in Worcester? The NHL and NHL Players Association still have to figure out health and safety protocols before moving ahead with training camps and games. And this could bring up a couple of issues. How will players and coaches social distance? In a game situation, I know players and staff are going to be tested, but are they still going to need to be separated during games? Will coaches, you know, have to sit a few rows behind the bench? Will the training and equipment staff have to stay in the locker rooms or social distance somewhere in the lower lower part of the arena? I mean, I think that you know they would need to be near the ice in case they need to go go onto the ice for an injury or need to make, you know. An, an equipment there's an if there's an equipment problem you know they have to do something you know they have to be able to you know fix a skate or something but I think that maybe they would be doing that back in the locker room so who knows about that and thinking about equipment what about face cover what about face coverings during games I mean I know that they're you know will the will the coaches wear just regular cloth or medical medical masks? 
Um, I know that the medical professionals are also wearing face shields. Will the NH- will the players and officials wear face shields like college players do? That that could be one way to control the spread of the virus. Um, it's going to be interesting how things are going to work out when the Bruins come back. Other other things I've thought about. How will games be broadcasted? You know, will Nesson carry the Bruins round robin games and Jack and Brick be at the neutral site arena or sitting in the Nesson in the Nesson studios in Watertown, Massachusetts? Will NBC and NBCSN NBCSN have their broad have their broadcast commentators at their studios in Connecticut, or will they be at or will they be at the arena? NASCAR has been doing it for the past couple of weeks. Fox Sports has their, has had their commentators in in their studios in Charlotte. These are the things fans have been wondering since the NHL announced their return to play plan. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks. You know, who's who's going to be the hub? What's going to be the hub cities? You know, what's other safety protocols and everything else? So it's going to be interesting to see what what the NHL is going to have have in the coming weeks i'll have more information for you on next week's episode and finally bruins defenseman zdeno chara came back to boston and joined a protest against racism in the town of brookline over the weekend last week patrice bergeron donated twenty-five thousand dollars to both the boston branch of the double naacp and the multicultural center of quebec and a happy birthday goes out to Bruins president Cam Neely, and Bruins legend Terry O'Reilly. This show is available on all your favorite streaming streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. If you have a question for me, you can tweet me at... You can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413... Interested in advertising on the, on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.